But first, our top story deals with a major acquisition and fulfillment centers across North America. And Noi Mahoney is here to talk about it. Noi, thanks so much for joining us this morning. And let's just jump into the story. I mean, we see this large acquisition. Can you tell us about it? Uh, yes, uh, NFI Industries, um, a New Jersey-based company, uh, is, continues to make big moves across North America. Yesterday, they announced that they were acquiring a company called SDR, just SDR Distribution Services, which is a company based in uh, Vaughan, Canada. And what this does for NFI Industries is uh, they gain seven fulfillment logistics facilities Six of those facilities are in Canada, and one is in uh, Philadelphia. And uh, NFI really, you know, is making continues to make moves. Uh, like I said, across North America. A few months ago, NFI acquired a transporter called MCO Transport, which is based uh, in southeast in the southeast U.S. This is a company, MCO Transport, that has uh, facilities in South Carolina, uh, Georgia. So uh, NFI is really making big moves uh, across North America. And no, it sounds like their plan in all of this is a major diversification, not only geographically, but also in their offerings, right? Dipping into the fulfillment space, what does this do to add to their actual offerings in their portfolio, not just their real estate portfolio? That's a great question. Uh, the, the acquisition yesterday of SDR, uh, SDR is a, a third-party logistic provider that focuses on the uh, fashion retail industry, uh, uh, soft apparel, I think like shoes, clothing, uh, stuff of that nature. So this really gives NFI uh, a big presence in that market now. Um, the soft apparel market uh, niche, which uh, I've read continues to grow. Obviously, people need to buy clothes all the time and shoes, so that's never going to go away. And knowing we're looking at this acquisition, I just saw that Prologis also put out a report recently, really kind of covering some of the expectations within the warehouse spacing overall. We're looking at this acquisition. Does this really have any, I would say, you know, indication of what we can expect to happen in some of the warehousing space in the remainder of 2023? You know, the, the mergers and acquisition market is interesting. I think I read uh, in March there were 96 um acquisitions or mergers in the transport industry uh and a lot of them as you said had to do with warehousing and uh logistics space which has become a hot commodity in almost every region of the u.s and north america and i think we'll continue to see that i know i write about uh you know border regions a lot and warehousing logistics space is is very much in demand along the borders uh so i think we'll continue to see that uh for the rest of the year so now with this acquisition of SDR, was NFI looks to continue growing, what does this mean from a budget standpoint? Obviously, acquisitions aren't cheap. Any look at what the financials were like and what their intentions are to continue growth outside of this acquisition? Um, you know, NFI is a, still a privately held company, a very large company. I think they have 5,000 drivers, 5,000 tractors, uh, something like 14,000 trailers. So they're a very large company, but they are privately held. And they never, uh, they almost never reveal um, financial transactions of any of their uh, deals. So it's hard to get a gauge on, you know, how much uh, this acquisition cost yesterday, or the acquisition of MCO Transport, you know, in in October. But 
uh, you know, with two recent major acquisitions like this, NFI uh, must be doing pretty well in the market. And knowing we're thinking about this acquisition, can you tell us a little bit about um, the regions uh, that we're looking at uh, this expansion for NFI? Are they targeting any specific areas or is it just all kind of like a general um, acquisition of really a, a, a company overall? Uh, well, yesterday's acquisition gave them fulfillment centers, uh, I think I mentioned in Toronto, Calgary, and uh, Vancouver. And what's interesting is uh, a few years ago, I think it was back in 2017, NFI acquired a company called Dominion Warehousing and Distribution. This company, Dominion, also had warehouses in Toronto, Calgary, and Vancouver. So it's interesting to me that um, NFI is acquiring another company with assets very similar to uh, a previous acquisition in 2017. They really must be see something in those markets uh, and they're trying to solidify, strengthen their market share in these places. So obviously this takes them over the northern U.S. border into Canada. Any thoughts about moving into Mexico like any other of any the majority of the companies right now in the logistics space? Uh, I haven't heard anything from NFI uh, and specifically about, you know, the, the south of the border. But uh, with these uh, acquisitions and mergers that they've done in the past few months, uh, they obviously see uh, positive things about the North American supply chain. I know we're seeing all kinds of goods, you know, go from Mexico to the U.S. and in some cases even all the way up to Canada and vice versa from Canada through the U.S. down to Mexico. So NFI must see uh, something in the North American supply chain that really uh, attracts them to, you know, all these uh, moves they're making. And Noah, while we're on the topic of Mexico, can you talk about the story that you put out um, a couple days ago around, uh, I think it was a border bridge, a Texas border bridge, um, to kind of help deal with some of the population in that area? Yeah, that was a very interesting story. Uh, it was the uh, Bridge of Americas in Lare uh, excuse me, El Paso, Texas, and the U.S. Comes to, the U.S. Customs and Border Protection uh, closed uh, commercial processing at the Bridge of Americas on Friday morning and transferred uh, employees that would have been, you know, checking trucks uh, to immigration duties. Uh, I got an email, I believe it was Monday, late Monday night, that said um, that operation has ended and those customs agents have been transferred back to commercial duties at the Bridge of Americas, which I believe is back uh, on track. So for two days, Friday and Monday, uh, the Bridge of America's commercial operations were shut down. And I did hear about, you know, some long wait times, uh, some transportation companies that said it was affecting their schedules. So it did have an effect on freight movements. But I believe uh, everything's back to normal at the Bridge of America. I'll have to double check that. But I think that's that's what's the case now. Now, El Paso has been kind of a very tight border crossing here with those computer issues from a few weeks ago and now seeing this disruption. Noy, thank you for joining us this morning. Anything that you're working on coming up throughout the rest of the week? Uh, I just saw a new study. Uh, 96% of CEOs, according to this one study, say they have nearshoring or reshoring on their minds. So that's a very, very large number of CEOs of manufacturing companies. So that'll be interesting to see this full report, what it says. Definitely going to be interesting. And Noy, we'll definitely have to have you back on to break it down as more comes out from it. Thanks so much for joining us this morning and we'll see you again soon.
Thank you. All right. Right now, we're going to go ahead and head on over to the wall. We've got our first carrier update of the morning with Tony Mulvey and Donnie Gilbert.